Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more, the fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18plusbegambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. He's a winner. Back in towards Ronaldo's overhead kick is absolutely stunning. He's a character. Maybe someone's uh, don't like me because I'm, maybe I'm too good. He's an unstoppable force. It had to be Cristiano Ronaldo. He's one of the greatest to ever play the beautiful game. And he's making his way back to the Premier League. It gets even better for Cristiano Ronaldo. I have to say I'm running out of words to describe this lad. He's Cristiano Ronaldo, returning hero. Manchester United is delighted to confirm the club has reached agreement with Juventus for the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo. I would love to be in that training ground, right? You know you're a young player and he just walks through. The, the, the elevation, the lift. It's like a movie star. It is like a movie star walking yeah. through superstar. It's box office. That's what it is. It's box office. He's come back to the hardest league in the world and he wants to prove himself. And that's why I rate Cristiano so highly. He is back. He's and, back. And, and he will score goals. Cristiano, when he left United, he was a young and upcoming talent and a player. Now he's an arrived superstar. It's amazing to have him at the club and I'm looking forward to meeting him in a, in a few days. No, they're excited, of course. Anyone would be excited to play with the likes of Cristiano. I'm Alex Crook, TalkSport reporter, and as you can probably tell by the accent, I'm a die-hard Manchester United fan. In this special show, I'll look back over the career of Cristiano Ronaldo as he prepares to rejoin the Red Devils after 12 years away from Old Trafford. So first, let's go back to the sweltering summer of 2003 when a hot young star was emerging in Portugal. After impressing playing against them in a pre-season friendly for Sporting Lisbon, it was Manchester United's own players who persuaded Sir Alex Ferguson to sign Ronaldo for a tasty £12.24 million, a British transfer record for a teenager at the time. Cristiano's playing outside left against John O'Shea and the poor souls, he's got tortured blood. Tell me, honestly. He's absolutely annihilating. I'm up and I'm going, John, get up against him. He says, I can't. I get my kit manager, I says, Get up there to the director's box and get Peter Kenyon down right away at half time. And uh, says, we're not, we're, we're not gonna go leaving here without that boy in the plane. He also took David Beckham's iconic number seven shirt, the one worn by Eric Cantona and George Best before him. It was clear then that this raw talent 
had big shoes to fill. The introduction of Cristiano Ronaldo by Sir Alec Ferguson lit up the second half in which his team were dominant and it's finished Manchester United 4, Bolton 0. Ronaldo had an outstanding first game against Bolton Wanderers at Old Trafford, but despite that dazzling debut, the press and media were extremely critical of Ronaldo during his early days, slamming him for doing too many tricks. Here's the Guardian's Manchester football correspondent, Jamie Jackson. He could have been just another sort of in-and-out winger. You know, on his day he was good. Then, on, on, You know, when it wasn't his day, he sort of, well, you know, that sort of cliche of a winger that used to be around, you know, they sort of go in and out of games. And, and so that, that criticism might have... You know, he could have sort of thought, well, yeah, maybe I'm not so good. Maybe I should try these tricks. Maybe I am a show pony. But, you know, in the nicest possible way, using the nicest possible language, he didn't give a what's it. You know, he just wanted to be the best. And, you know, he, I think his biggest talent is his mental, his belief. Now, I've got a confession to make here. I wasn't convinced by the then scrawny teenager initially and even took the extreme step of calling TalkSport to label Ronaldo a show pony following a particularly unimpressive 1-0 defeat to newly promoted Wolves at Molyneux. Maybe I got that wrong. The turning point for me came in Cardiff, when Ronaldo tormented Championship Millwall in the FA Cup final, scoring the opening goal and starring in a 3-0 United win. Get in. Clips it back across. Ronaldo! And it's 19-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo in his first FA Cup final. After that game at the Millennium Stadium, I first began to truly believe he could be a future superstar of the game. Ronaldo's second season in English football didn't quite live up to the impressive end to his first, but a late flurry of form saw him end 04-05 with nine goals to his name. Danger looming here, surely in goes Ronaldo! It's always interesting when you get these X-Factor footballers. There's, a, there's either a season or a period of a season where suddenly go from potential to wait a minute this guy is consistent and you expect it. You know, you expect it. Week in, week out, goals, match-winning performances. And, and Ronaldo took about three-ish years to get there. But obviously along the way, he showed flashes of kind of what, what he would become. Former Liverpool and Fulham midfielder Danny Murphy played against Ronaldo in his early years in the Premier League. It was a time where, I mean, United had a lot of good players, super side. Never really thought he was going to go on to be what he became. Obviously, you, you really get to know someone better when you're up against them face-to-face. He had that wonderful ability to go past people, brave on the ball, and he had that great pace and power. You know, he, his end product probably wasn't what it became. He, he wasn't as much of a goal threat because he played wide. And obviously, when you play wider, it's hard to score the same amount of goals when you play through the middle. But he was a brilliant young talent who just grew. Probably the one I remember the most was at Old Trafford. We went there with Fulham. He was right on top of his game and some of the things he did that night. He was just starting to become super confident in his own ability. Ronaldo! It comes so easily to him. In 05-06, it was a similar story. Still young and slightly built, Ronaldo lacked consistency in his performances, but showed real glimpses of his incredible flair and ability. By the time the 2006 World Cup in Germany came about, even rival fans were beginning to marvel at Ronaldo's talents. But that was about to change. England faced Portugal in the quarter-finals and after Wayne Rooney was sent off for a stamp, Ronaldo was caught winking by the television cameras. There's a bit of angst going on here. Ronaldo. Portuguese players are pushing Rooney and he's in trouble. And Ronaldo straight away was chirping at the referee to do something. The referee has gone to his pocket. Oh. It's red! 
English press say referee give red card because I speak, but this is not true. I say ref, but I don't say red card. I was at that England game in Gelsenkirchen. There was a wink, and I, and I remember coming away from it thinking crumbs. You know, how are Ronaldo and, and Rooney going to get on after this? You you couldn't blame Rooney, Rooney for necessarily thinking that he got him sent off. I know he had a go at Carvalho and you know he sort of initiated it, but he wasn't particularly popular for that. But he, he was so good, it was almost like again, I'm sure Ferguson said to, to both of them, "This is Manchester United. You're getting paid a lot of money, but forget about that. You're both brilliant together, so you're both going to thrive off." playing together and getting on together on the pitch and just go for it. Ronaldo disguised ball to Rooney, lovely combination. Here goes Ronaldo, Rooney to his left-hand side. Perfect ball, Wayne Rooney for Manchester United. What a goal! Oh, what a goal! Creator of a goal as well for Cristiano Ronaldo. A lot has been made about your two relationship after the World Cup, but it proves there's no animosity there. You linked up quite a lot today. People say things you don't, you don't know the pair of us and, you know, um, I think how dare we let that football do the talking today and thought Cristiano was brilliant and scored a great goal. The catcalling and booing from England fans followed Ronaldo back to the Premier League at away grounds. But European football expert Kevin Hatchard says that isn't something that would have knocked him off his stride. I think that's all part of the competitive nature, that's all part of the mischief and that's all part of the kind of thing that drives him really. He is incredibly competitive. It feeds into everything that he does. The willingness to be as good as he can possibly be, the willingness to want to do something different. And so I don't think he's somebody that is overly fussed about what people think of him or how people react to him. I think he's just very focused on being the best footballer he can be. Always a confident character, Ronaldo became inspired to prove those fans wrong, something which he certainly managed to do. Still to come on Ronaldo, returning hero, here on TalkSport, we'll learn how he managed to turn his rocky reputation around and we'll shine a light on the special relationship with Sir Alex Ferguson. When my daddy uh, was sick, Cristiano, you want to go one day, two days, one week? You can go, I'm going to miss you, but your daddy is in the first place. This guy is unbelievable. He was the father of football for me. I'm Alex Crook and you're listening to Ronaldo, returning hero on TalkSport. The national vilification after the World Cup in Germany only seemed to spur Cristiano on, something that was telling of the man he'd now become. You could tell he'd spent a lot of time in the gym and was emerging into a real physical presence. I try to do my things, uh, to improve myself in the training, because this is the most important thing. So the talent is, is part of, of me, but if you don't work the talent, you're never going to achieve that things that I'm achieve. Mick Clegg served under Sir Alex Ferguson as Manchester United's power development coach. He played a huge part in Ronaldo's physical transformation. He was the hardest worker. He was the one who was totally dedicated to getting every segment of what he needed to do right. And that's why he stayed on for so long. You know, he's doing so well for so long because I don't think, I've not spoken to him for years, you know what I mean? But I don't think he'd let go of all them principles that he used all that time to be the best. He said to me, well, as soon as he came, I'm going to be the best. And he proved to me that he was going to be the best by doing everything in more, more often than anybody else. And it weren't just 
you know, a ball flick or a, a sprint or a twist and turn. He, he went across the board of everything. It was his diet, it was his rest, it was his sleep, it was his, his training with weights, without weights, you know, uh, his flexibility stuff. Everything that you can name, he made sure he ate everyone. Chris Walton is a strength and conditioning coach who worked in professional sport for a number of years. He says Ronaldo would have followed a strict regime to achieve his desired body. His diet would have to be pretty pretty damn near perfect when he first came over he's uh he's he's probably someone that's that's what you'd call a hard gainer he's quite sort of tall skinny not lots of muscle mass he is tall anyway but he's you know not naturally gifted in terms of lots of muscle mass so he would really have to look after his nutrition well so an increased amount of protein every single day lots of fruit and vegetables obviously you know good quality carbohydrates to make sure that he's fueled enough for energy he probably would have a reasonable amount of fats, but but not too many. Yeah, I mentioned about the alcohol, you know, he certainly wouldn't be having very much of that, if at all. I think he, he actually, he's teetotal, isn't he? You know, his nutrition would have to be pretty damn near perfect. Now, we can all do that for one or two meals, but to do that every single time, that's what he would probably have had to have done. 2007, 2008 ended up being Ronaldo's true breakout season and inspiring Manchester United to win their first league title in three years. And here goes Cristiano Ronaldo in familiar style. And in familiar style, he scored his 39th goal of a quite incredible season. Cristiano, your second title winner's medal. This season, 31 Premier League goals. Does it make it more enjoyable for you? My teammates helped me a lot to give me good passes, give me great confidence. And I score. I have opportunity to score and I score. His free kick against Portsmouth, which is regularly replayed on TV, even to this day, was outrageous. He smashed it into the back of the net. It gets even better for Cristiano Ronaldo. I have to say I'm running out of words to describe this lad. It is a totally unique way of striking the football at a dead ball that he can hit it so hard and get it up and down so quickly. I was behind the goal in the scoreboard ends at Old Trafford that night as England goalkeeper David James was left stunned. He hit it and I thought, I'm go- I'm not. Oh, I'm kind of more famous for letting in Ronaldo's goal than making any save. That's nice. It's kind of made 26 years of professional football worthwhile. The Athletics Manchester United correspondent Laurie Whitwell says Ronaldo was vital to that particular triumph. Not only was he a scorer of great goals, I feel like he was a scorer of important goals. And yeah, that season, 2007-8, he did incredible things. I mean, there's that free kick against David James against Portsmouth that everyone's just sort of, you know, thinking how on earth has he managed that? There's probably too many. I mean, there's there's the Porto game as well, where he scores from sort of 35, 40 yards. It seemed like an impossible distance to score from. Uh, And again, that was a goal that United needed to um, score to to win that game and go through because they'd drawn the first leg 2-2. So yeah, important goals as well as sort of eye-catching goals. Ronaldo was also the hero in the Moscow reign as United beat Chelsea in the first ever All-English Champions League final. And it's in! Manchester United, inevitably, with Cristiano Ronaldo, have scored first! Although he later missed a penalty in the shootout, it didn't matter as Sir Alex Ferguson's side went on to clinch the Premier League and European Cup double. They lift the cup and for the third time in history, Manchester United are... The goal was spectacular, wasn't it? You know, another 
towering header. That's obviously been more and more part of his game as he's got older and then the game progressed and obviously it goes to penalties and Ronaldo steps up and you think he's the guy that's going to score. Um, as it was, clearly, perhaps the nerves got the better of him because I think he built up to that moment for such a long time, you know, trying to win the Champions League with United that um, I, I think something got to him in that moment. And obviously he was grateful to uh, Edwin van der Sar for, for bailing him out. Danny Murphy played against that United side during his time at Fulham. I understand the eulogies around that side because of what Rooney could do. Even Tevez you could throw into that, but Ronaldo, all those players, very difficult to play against. Just just a brilliant team. The Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo and all those players, it's very rarely you go on the pitch and think you were going to get anything. You just you tend to think, how many is it going to be? You know, We'll have to keep it down. Fergie have built another side to strike absolute fear into their opponents. Ronaldo was the magician, alongside the likes of Wayne Rooney, Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes. What a team. This was clearly a man who had an unwavering drive to succeed. So where did that begin? Where did it come from? Let's take a look at Ronaldo's childhood. Ronaldo grew up on the tiny Portuguese island of Madeira. A modest upbringing, he shared a small bedroom with his siblings, incredibly close to his mother, Maria Dolores, He's regularly brought her to events over the years. Ronaldo suffered the heartbreak of losing his dad in 2005 before he could see him become a global superstar. He was just 20 years old. An emotional Ronaldo spoke to Piers Morgan on ITV about the effect the loss of his dad had on him. What's the sadness for you? To be the number one and he don't see nothing, he don't see to receive awards, to see what I eat. He never saw how great you no. became. All my family see, my mom, my, my brothers, even my old son, but my father, he didn't see nothing. His relationship with Sir Alex from day one was unique and remains so to this day. The Scotsman is almost like a surrogate dad. For me, Sir Alex Ferguson is like a father in football for me. He helped me a lot, teach me many things. And uh, in my opinion, of course, he had a, a big role because the relationship that we had... Uh, we keep in touch uh, all the time. It's an unbelievable person and I, I really like him a lot. When Cristiano sought a fresh challenge at Real Madrid after lifting the Champions League, Ferguson was the one who persuaded him to stay and give United one more season. He topped off an unbelievable 2008 by winning the Ballon d'Or, the first United player to scoop the prestigious award since the great George Best in 1968. So Zinedine, tell us who is the European club footballer of the year 2008. Among the winner is Cristiano Ronaldo. Not a big shock that Ronaldo should win that. Deservedly, right? Congratulations, Cristiano. One more time. What does this mean to be in such an elite group with uh, other winners such as Zinedine Zidane, Ronaldinho, Kaká? Well, it's a, it's a pleasure to be part of these magnificent players to win these awards. Well, it's great for me. I'm, I feel very proud. I feel very, very good to win this, you know, because to be the best for me is, is great. At the end of the following season, the inevitable happened. Ronaldo decided he was leaving for Madrid. Even though most United fans saw it coming, it was still a devastating blow. 
I can vividly remember receiving a telephone call from a gloating Arsenal-supporting friend of mine. I certainly needed a few extra rums that night. But Ronaldo was on his way to pastures new, and some incredible days were yet to come. Coming up on Ronaldo, returning hero, will reminisce about his time at Real Madrid, breaking records everywhere he went. He could have just thrown the towel in and said, you know what, they all love Messi, they don't love me, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw my toys out the pram. He didn't. And he said, you know what, I don't care. Each year I'm going to come back better and better and better. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. There's a lot more to those 90 minutes than what goes down on the pitch. With the latest odds, form guides and expert opinions, you'll know the score with Ladbrokes. Odds update on Talk Sport with Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18+, begambleaware.org, T's and C's apply. I'm Alex Crook and you're listening to Ronaldo, returning hero on TalkSport. Signed for a world record £80 million, Cristiano's Real Madrid unveiling was incredible, attended by more than 80,000 fans. Hoy recibimos a Cristiano Ronaldo. Wearing the iconic number nine jersey, once adorned by the Madrid great Alfredo Di Stefano, he was greeted rapturously by the PAC stadium. Let's hear from Spanish football journalist Graham Hunter. On the day that he was presented, it was just hysterical. One guy ran on to try and get a, a, a touch of Cristiano's hand, then the next guy ran on, and then the security kind of stemmed the tide for a minute or two. Then people who had yeah, maybe sat in the sun all day or sat in the shade all day and then a beer or two went, well, this is easy. And gradually the trickle became a flow. And everybody's like, oh, we want a piece of the new guy. I want his autograph. I want his shoes. No doubt some of them, I want his pants. Moving to Spain catapulted CR7 to the next level of sporting greatness and was a huge moment in his career. Scoring goals suddenly became an obsession. Being better than Lionel Messi meant everything. La Liga expert Scott Minto says Ronaldo's drive came from outscoring the Argentine superstar. Where I think someone like Ronaldo 
not comes into his own, but was able to keep up with what I believe is the greatest player ever, Lionel Messi. You know, when you think that he was almost the bridesmaid, never the bride. You know, he won his first Ballon d'Or at Manchester United and then, and then you know, Messi's winning the next four or five on the spin. And whatever he was doing at Real Madrid just didn't seem to be as good as, as Messi from, from the outside. So for me, as much as I admire him technically, as much as I admire him physically in terms of how he's kept himself in shape and how good he looks, the biggest thing that I respect him the most is the mental side in the sense that he could have just thrown the towel in and said, you know what, you know, they all love Messi. They don't love me. You know, I'm, I'm going to throw my toys out the pram. He didn't. And he said, you know what, I don't care. Each year I'm going to come back better and better and better. Here's Ronaldo's former Real Madrid manager and compatriot, Jose Mourinho. Critics motivates him. I think he feels um, if people criticize me, it's because I am who I am. I still try to do and he gets that as an extra motivation. He, I think as an opponent, you should be quiet and don't, don't say a wrong word about him because that would be always a motivation for him. I think he's the player that everybody knows he, he is and, um, and mentally really very, very strong. Former Real Madrid assistant Paul Clement spent two years coaching their new superstar at the Bernabeu. It's a pleasure to work with Cristiano. He's a, he's a real thoroughbred. I mean, on the field, he's very professional in training, gets on with his job, um, you know, wants to improve himself, wants to make the team better. Off the field as well, he's as dedicated. So whether that be in the gym, his work with his diet and nutrition, you know, he's very knowledgeable about the kind of food and drink that he puts into his body. He takes his rest very seriously. He's intelligent with his, you know, his different languages. He speaks English really well. He speaks Spanish. And, you know, with the biz, with his, his business side as well, his brain that he has on the business side, you know, he's a very, very successful young man. If you are what you say you are, a superstar. Ronaldo was now a global superstar, watched and papped everywhere he went. His personal life scrutinised and talked about constantly. Pure Hollywood. All young, aspiring footballers looked up to him. The gaming industry was becoming massive. Kids who lived on the other side of the world would pretend to be their idol on FIFA. He established his own successful CR7 brand of products that included shoes, underwear and fragrances. PR expert Mark Borkowski says Ronaldo's marketability only got bigger with his growing honours list. The one thing that you build a personality sporting brand of the epic status of Ronaldo is one thing through achievement and through star status. Um, he is one of the greatest footballers in the world, one of the greatest footballers of a generation. Um, and he's, his achievements start on the football pitch. Um, he's not, he, he has true star status. And because of those achievements, brings great wealth. Starting at Manchester United, you know, at a time when Manchester United were the club under the sort of guidance of Ferguson, and becoming a hero in the footsteps of some of those great icons of, of yesteryear. Um, and again, he achieved, you know, significant uh, results for Manchester United and was part of a, uh, of, of a winning team. And it was a slow process. But of course, as soon as you, you moved as a Galactico to Real Madrid, um, you set up a league. And there was a sort of ongoing narrative between him and Messi. 
it was a bit like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, wasn't it? But in a, in a sporting sense, and they both fed off each other. At the same time Ronaldo's popularity grew, social media was blowing up. His fans were able to feel closer to their hero, and he was building up a following that was off the scale. To put it into context, the man who became the first billionaire footballer has over 300 million Instagram followers. That's more than every single Premier League club. Here's Ronaldo's Portugal teammate, Jose Font. It's tough to put yourself in his shoes, you know, because only he will know what is it to be Cristiano Ronaldo. But it's just unbelievable, the fame and the recognition that he gets. You know, when we travel to any part of the world, the amount of people just waiting to have a wave from him is unreal. It's like the others don't exist, you know. It's incredible the, the, um, the recognition and fame that he has. Failure and knockbacks only seem to make Cristiano stronger. Euro 2012 was another prime example of this. Portugal faced arch-rival Spain for a place in the final and it went all the way to penalties. It ended in misery for Cristiano. Fabregas against the goalkeeper, scores! And Spain are in the final of a major tournament for the third successive time. He demanded a fifth and final penalty. He wanted to be the hero. But his teammates, Jao Martinho and Bruno Alves, stepped up and missed their crucial spot kicks. And Ronaldo never got to take his penalty. European football expert Kevin Hatchard remembers it well and says it was an example of Ronaldo's ego getting in the way of success. I think certainly what happened in that incident against Spain was something that fueled the fire when it came to those who said that it was all about him. It's a really interesting situation with Ronaldo because, yes, there is a temptation to describe him as a, as a raging egotist and it is all about him. But actually, you cannot succeed at the level he has for so long if you're like that. And Sir Alex Ferguson at Manchester United wouldn't have put up with that for an extended period of time if Ronaldo wasn't a team player as well. Here's Ronaldo's former Portugal teammate, Luis Boamorte. When you set up stuff in certain order that we, we agree, and doesn't matter if you're the first, the last or the second or whatever, uh, we agree is this in this order, then it, it takes in this order. There is no be hero or not being hero because I, I believe that you're not going to win with a single penalty. I don't think there is no matter of hero or not hero or whatever. I think it's a matter to, to follow the orders that we set up. If this is the order, let's go and we do it. Simple as that. Jose Font reveals what it's really like to be around Cristiano. You know, he's the guy who likes to be involved with everything. He's the guy, as we all know, is one of the best professionals in the game. He's a, a guy that has attention to detail. He's a, a born winner, wants to win every single game, every single time, at training, at anything. Despite his international career appearing to falter, Cristiano Ronaldo continued to tear it up at the Bernabeu and in each of the following two years was crowned winner of the Ballon d'Or, pipping his great rival, Lionel Messi. Thank you a lot, the guys who voting on me, to give a mention to mention Leo and Neymar to be here. Real Madrid supporters, my teammates, my coach, my president, They'll support all the year, so I have to say thank you to them. The prodigal son made his Old Trafford return in a Real Madrid shirt in March 2013 in a Champions League last 16 tie. 
When the PA announcer welcomed him back in the team lineup, Ronaldo waved, thumped his chest, waved again. His head bowed for a respectful moment before putting his hand back onto his chest. The crowd that night gave him a standing ovation that lasted beyond the referee's whistle to start the match. I remember watching on television, wishing I could be in the stadium. Fans worldwide were, and still are, transfixed with comparing and arguing over Ronaldo versus Messi. Here's La Liga expert Scott Minto again. Sometimes it was just, it was 2-2 and it was Messi got two and Ronaldo got two. You know, it was, it was Messi versus Ronaldo. It was, it was just incredible to watch and, and you know, to be, to be doing it professionally was, was, was an absolute honour. It really was to be watching two of the best players that's ever kicked the ball. At the European Championships in 2016, Ronaldo captained Portugal to the final against France. But just 25 minutes in, it looked like his hopes had been shattered for his country once again when he was stretched off injured. He was in tears. The rest of the match will probably be most remembered for Cristiano playing cheerleader on the sidelines in what became known as the Ronaldo final. Portugal defeated France and Ronaldo finally got his hands on the trophy he so badly craved. And Portugal, for the first time, are European champions. Fast forward to September the 1st, 2021. Ronaldo fired in his 110th and 111th goals against the Republic of Ireland to become the all-time record goalscorer in men's international football. Ronaldo's headed it in. Portugal are 1-1. And Cristiano Ronaldo, who started the night on 109 international goals now has chalked up 110 and moved on to 111 so happy i'm very happy not not only because i i beat the record but special for the for the special moments that we that we had two goals in the end of the game so tough but i have to to appreciate he needs to be really pleased and really proud of that and uh, we as a portuguese we have to be as well because we know that is always debatable that people uh, some people choose uh, Maradona, some people choose Messi, others are choosing Figo, others are choosing Zidane, others are choosing Ronaldo, you know. But uh, then after that, we just need to be pleased and really proud. I am, because he's Portuguese. I had the privilege to, to share changing rooms with him, play against him, play alongside him. So this is like history that... You don't, just don't make history, you've got to write history. Coming up on this special programme on TalkSport, Ronaldo, returning hero, will relive his surprise move from Real Madrid to Juventus and focus on the moment when all United fans' dreams came true. Manchester United is delighted to confirm the club has reached agreement with Juventus for the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo. I just can't get over it. I thought he was going to City. I thought, no, Cristiano, don't go there. But... He's a red. He's a missing piece to the jigsaw. Honestly, I was on the phone to my missus last night, coming home from work, and I was in tears. Uh, Ronnie gets the, the trophy, the Premier League this season. I don't want to hear Messi versus Ronaldo ever again. Maybe we could start again.
Welcome to the final part of Ronaldo Returning Hero with me, Alex Crook, TalkSport reporter and Manchester United fan. When Ronaldo left Real Madrid for Juventus in 2018, it sent shockwaves through the footballing world. Real Madrid forward Cristiano Ronaldo has joined Juventus, becoming one of the foremost expensive players of all time. Especially given that Ronaldo himself had only the year before indicated he wanted to finish his stellar career at the Bernabeu. The Portugal captain had become the bedrock of Madrid's dominance in the Champions League, inspiring them to four titles and writing his name into the history books as the club's record goalscorer with 450 goals. Here's Spanish football expert Graham Hunter. At Real Madrid, he arrived fully formed, immensely hungry, and just like Sergio Ramos had done years before, he arrived with no worrying about his P's and Q's. He was there to win, he was there to lead, he was there to make himself the best footballer on the planet. And I think the majority of the fan base, the majority of the club, the majority of the squad kind of stood to order. He's not the guy who needs to lead in training every day. That was more Ramos's territory. But he was the guy who wanted to be able to dictate how the team played, how, how he was served, which position he was in, and began to score goals at a record speed. Playing a lovely ball to Ronaldo. Ronaldo one-on-one to the goalkeeper. He hasn't forgotten how to finish. Still hungry and still in unbelievable shape, age 33, he continued banging in goals for fun. Ronaldo! What a goal that is! Out of nothing, 30 yards out! The Italians fell in love immediately with Ronaldo. Here's Italian football correspondent Nicky Bandini. When it happened, when it actually came to pass, the the headlines in in, uh, the Italian newspapers were... Uh, describing him as an alien. He was literally portrayed as a Martian. And there was even an image of him. I think it must have been because that's the last sport had him as a Martian coming down from a spaceship to, I don't know, to transform Italian football, to to, to take Juventus to uh, the, the the higher level of, of I guess, uh, of being able to, to win the Champions League to, to foreign worlds. And, and certainly that was the sort of way it was sold. He came on his private jet. The private jet was a UFO and and he was an alien who could take them somewhere they'd never been before. His debut season at Juventus was outstanding, adding even more silverware to his name, a first league title in Italy. He then subsequently scored the most goals in a single season for the Italian Giants, won the league again, and in May 2021 was the fastest player to reach 100 goals for Juve, doing so in less than three seasons. Ridiculous. Ronaldo scores with his first touch of the game. the keeper there is the ball no offside flag another goal for Cristiano Ronaldo once he starts he cannot stop diving header back of the net who else but Cristiano Ronaldo despite the incredible records there was still a sense he hadn't quite achieved what was expected in Italy as the Champions League remained elusive for Juve lovely run from Ronaldo towards the penalty spot there he is he's headed it home for 1-0 Nobody went with Cristiano Ronaldo. How could he leave him unmarked? 
when he does things like that. Ex-Arsenal and Juventus forward Leanne Sanderson believes her former club relied too heavily on Ronaldo. They thought by getting him they were going to win the Champions League. They'd obviously been to two finals because I was there at the same time. That was all the talk of winning the Champions League and they haven't done it. So I think when people say he hasn't done it in Juventus it's because he hasn't been able to bring them the Champions League but then mm. they got rid of Higuain. Dybala doesn't play. Mm. You know what I mean? Like He can't mm. just do it. You can't win the Champions League on his own. Italian journalist Nima Tavoli still deems Ronaldo's time at Juventus a success. The consistency in which he delivers is, is insane. Season after season, and he does it everywhere. He's done it. He's done it everywhere. He's done it in the Premier League. He's done it in Serie. He's done it in La Liga now Serie A. Then, at the start of August, rumours and whispers started circulating that Ronaldo wasn't happy and wanted to leave. He was linked with Paris Saint Germain, Real Madrid again, and Manchester City. The Portugal captain called the rumours a disrespect for me as a man and a player. He added, less talk and more action. This has been my guiding motto since the start of my career. But that didn't stop the talk. And in a crazy 48-hour space, arch-rivals and noisy neighbours Manchester City were the front-runners for his signature. United fans on social media were outraged, one even burning a Ronaldo 7 shirt. I was left staring at a signed picture of Ronaldo towering above the entire Chelsea defence in that Champions League win, pondering if I would have to put it into storage. The prospect of seeing a true United hero in the sky blue of City was all too much for my fellow United devotee and talk sport colleague, Andy Goldstein. Let's talk about Ronaldo because as a United fan I would I would be heartbroken, absolutely heartbroken. He, he I know I'm going extreme here, but genuinely if Ronaldo went to City, I think he'd be dead to me. I think I'd just look at Ronaldo as much as I adored him and loved him and what he did for my club. It would all count for nothing. Is is History at United, in my mind, would be wiped. Former Crystal Palace owner Simon Jordan believed there was some truth in the Ronaldo to Manchester City rumours. I could see possibly why Man City might move in towards Ronaldo. And then we have to move into the territory. Do we believe in the footballer's relationship with Manchester United prohibiting him from ever playing for Manchester City? I'm not sure I do. And Ronaldo's former Manchester United teammate Wayne Rooney didn't believe Cristiano would make the switch to the blue half of Manchester. It's an interesting one, but I can't see it. I think he, Cristiano has got a, a very good legacy at Manchester United and um, I know how proud he is as a player and as a person, so I can't see it, but it's football, you, you never know. Then, in an incredible late twist, the footballing world was shocked and amazed. There has been a tweet from Manchester United's official account. The club delighted to confirm the club has reached agreement with Juventus for the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo. The deal is done, subject to agreement of personal terms, a visa and a medical. But for all intents and purposes, Cristiano Ronaldo is coming home. It is Ronaldo, and it's in! Old Trafford salutes their new number seven, Cristiano Ronaldo. Manchester United goalkeeper Lee Grant reveals what it was like at the club when the big news broke. As usually happens with these things, the players are the last to know. We were aware there was something in the offing early on in the morning and in the day, but of course these things are never straightforward. So um, the news was strange actually because coming into the training ground there was a lot of talk around possibility of him heading to the other side of the city. And we've got a huge picture of uh, Cristiano in our gym. 
and a few of the players were having a little bit of a laugh and joke as to what may or may not happen to that mural <laughs> if he did venture to the other side, if he dared venture to the blue side of the city. So that was an interesting conversation to see how quickly things moved during the day. And of course, the news coming later that day was, it was incredible news. Here's Manchester United captain Harry Maguire. Everyone was so excited when, when they seen the news. I think it come all of a sudden, we, we wasn't expecting it. Of course, he's coming in to improve the squad. He's coming in to improve us on and off the field, bring his leadership, his mentality um, and his goals. So, no, I think, yeah, I think a lot of us will, will learn a lot. But, yeah, like I say, I can only speak on behalf of myself and I, I, I speak highly enough of him and, and what he's done for the game. And um, I'm looking forward to, to playing with him and, and meeting him in a in a week or so, Simon. Mikhail Silvestre also played alongside Ronaldo at United. He believes the Portuguese will be a driving force for the club. He came as a, as a teenager at United, but now he's a different character. Uh, and he will be, uh, he will be embracing uh, the culture again and he will be a driving force for sure. And I think for the, for the youngsters, uh, even at the academy level, you know, they will, they will watch Ronaldo and when they have the chance to, to train with the first team, this is going to be an amazing opportunity for them to, yeah. to witness, to listen, uh, and try to, to match his performances. So the, the, the bar will be so high that uh, everybody will get better and better. Here's Ronaldo's former United teammate, Wes Brown. It's crazy, mate, because you just wouldn't think it would happen. Obviously, you know, I'm guessing once United made it clear he wanted him back, there's only one place he's going to go. So, I mean, everyone, we're all happy. I'm guessing he will be towards his, his back home mate so I think the way he plays is is the way Man United play counter-attacking quick speed you know I don't think he'll have any problem with it I think we've been playing like that now for a while um, and they fit in really well The return of Ronaldo is a watershed moment not just for United lovers but for football fans up and down the land The Premier League has been home to some of the world's greatest foreign players but perhaps never someone with the worldwide fame of Cristiano when he left our shores, it was to follow his dream of becoming a global icon. Mission well and truly accomplished. I think he's one of the greatest goal scorers of all times, no question about that. I've never known anyone like him, honestly. He's just unbelievable. He's got pride and he's got an obsessiveness with being the best. Cristiano was my biggest inspiration in football. When Portugal have needed him, he's tended to deliver. Manchester United is delighted to confirm the club has reached agreement with Juventus for the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo. Unbelievable! He's already banged it in from 40 yards into the top left-hand corner. He's done it! Ronaldo has done it! A hat-trick for Portugal! He's brought them level and it's in! Manchester United inevitably with Cristiano Ronaldo have scored first! Back in towards Ronaldo's overhead kick is absolutely stunning! Nobody went with Cristiano Ronaldo! How can you leave him unmarked when he does things like that? It's Cristiano Ronaldo to win the Champions League! Real Madrid are the kings of Europe again! I was there with 18 years old. I'm so happy to be back home after 12 years. So I'm really glad and looking forward to start my first game. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds, we set them. Form guides, we've got them. Expert opinions, we share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Ladbrokes. 
Odds update on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 